This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Welcome back to Kelly and Ramya. Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern. Appreciate wherever you are checking us out. Glad to have you with us. So uh, I was whining to these guys, folks, that I was hearing some noise. Everything was really loud. I was hearing myself more so, and I figured it out. Uh, on the board that I have here, I had one knob turned that allowed me to hear more of myself. And I'm like you, folks. I can only take so much of myself. So, therefore, <laughs> I turned that sucker down. <laughs> Unlike Muzi, who's like, turn it up, turn it down, turn yeah. it up. Turn well, it usually down. that's what I, I want to hear more of myself. That's what yeah. Ramya says a lot of time. I can't Gellar hear has myself. a lot to say about myself monitoring preferences. I need to hear more. Very fluid, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of hearing more. There are a lot Ramya's of factors that play topic. into this stuff. <laughs> what, what, for hearing more? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the perfect balance, folks. In Ramya's case... More in my case, less, less, man. Now, t- turn me down, turn me down. It's not always more. Let's uh, talk sports with Brock Richardson. <laughs> I'm Brock Richardson, and I love sports. As a former pro athlete, I bring you the sports angle beyond the headlines, plus parasport news and analysis. There's somebody that turns Rummy and I both down when he gets tired of listening, or just deletes the recorded file. Hello, pal. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I have to say, hearing more of yourself while you're doing a show is like, I don't know, it's really distracting. So, yeah, it's it's hard to do, but sometimes... She, she likes it. In school, I was taught, yeah, turn yourself down because you'll tend to yell and compete with yourself. And I, I realized, uh-huh. oh, yeah, I do that. And you, <laughs> and you hear the same thing within like a millisecond, so it's just, it's too much for my brain. Um, I have two lead-off lead items for you guys uh, today. The first one is to give you an update on the World Junior Hockey Championships. So we had the bronze medal game, which was between Czechia and Finland. And uh, Finland was leading this game 5-2. to two. Czechs scored six straight goals, and they scored four of those six within 50 seconds to take the game 8-5. Oh the 50 seconds wow. is a... World Junior record for the most goals wow. scored in the shortest amount of time. So nice. this was a great, great game to get things going. And then we had the gold medal game between USA and Sweden, which is the co-favorites of this event. <clears throat> this game is going on as we speak. It is two to one for uh, USA right now. And you can literally see uh, Sweden really struggling and i say this because sweden has had a history of getting to the gold medal game but then not taking that extra step and getting through Mm. they have been to many gold medal games in the last 10 years and not yet gotten over the hump so we really hope we get them there because they're at home and they need need to get it done so watch that game as it's going on right now and I can think of several Major League Baseball teams that should be at a conference with them talking about that. But that's amazing with Chechi, like with uh, you know, like with, with you know, really being able to six goals set a record. Man, we do have a theme going on here, talking a lot about records today. Awesome, so yes. thank you. Uh, and then the you, sec- I think you said you had two things. The second item for you guys is to tell you that the uh, Professional Women's Hockey League set a record in Ottawa for the most 
fans in professional women's game of 8,318. So that's really, really cool. Wow. That's fantastic. So, Brock, let's go to the league, um, the Women's Professional Hockey League, and talk about the impact. Because we've been teeing it up, right, that they're starting up this year. Uh, now we know how, like, exemplary that, you know, first game was or how that could be impactful. But what do you think overall? I think if I'm being really honest with you guys, I think what we see is the sellouts are happening, and this is good. This is the first season which we would all expect this to be the case. For my desires, it's how do we do this long-term? I, I don't want to see the novelty wear off. I don't want to see people say, oh, yeah, I did that for one and a half years, and now it's just whatever. I want to see it build and build and build, but I, I want to see it over time. This year, I'm cool with it all being sold out. It's wonderful, but right now it's the novelty and we kind of go, what are we going to get in the future? And that's what I'm worried about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, and unfortunately, one thing with future is it it involves time. Um, we talked about this when the NBL right. started, National Basketball League of Canada, which has now evolved into the Super League that they've joined and put together because time changes. And we're talking after 10 years of trying to make NBL work, um, this, this male uh, basketball league here in Canada, um, so you want the hope, the patience, the same understanding. We see what the WNBA has done. All right, it's been amazing, but there took a lot of support, a lot of people speaking who knew what the heck they were talking about. Um, and it's great to have the key players, as you know, Brock, involved with this league that can speak well to women's sports, but are also financially backing because you're looking for those deep pockets to be patient and understanding right. the novelty wear off. But the product, like, for example, these women asked for a little contact. Traditionally, there isn't the contact there that you see in in other hockey. They've asked for rules for a little bit of contact. I'm not sure, Brock, maybe, you know, whether we get into this another time or not, what that means. But they're trying to do what they can to feel a professional league, to put a good product out there, not bite off more than they can chew by going to certain size arenas. Uh, I think that one's almost the biggest one they're in. 8,000, and in time it will progress. Do I foresee it going to, uh, you know, Air Canada Centre? No, not anytime soon, and I don't want it. I want the money going back into the league. I want players paid properly. I want all those things, uh, including the TV contracts, to be very generous to them. And I think secondarily, too, to all of this, is the next focus for this league beyond getting actual names for the the teams because right now it's just the cities there's no like toronto wolverines there's it's just the city so i think the secondary focus for this league is development because right now what you see is six teams and you see those six teams with all the canadian and american talent spread out within those six teams we want to see the talent build further beyond those six teams rather than saying well we're just going to let whomever form a team and 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 build it that way we want to see seriously good development and somebody asked me this week they said 
why is it only six? And I had two answers for them. One is because hockey tends to have the original six, which is cool. And the second answer to that is something we talked about a while ago in that you don't want to water down the product. You want to sell it. And the way you're going to sell it is say, we have these six teams that have these wonderful athletes, which then filters down to, we're going to build the game. And all the young girls are watching saying, that's what I want to be, which, which brings into the grassroots situation. And we say, that's where we want to be. And I think that's where we got to start from. You got to have a glut of of interest, a glut of talent out there fighting their way onto these teams. There's something you really like about this league that they're trying to implement, Brock. What do you can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, you you touch on it a little bit, and it's it's talking about the contact in women's hockey. In previous times, you would see almost zero contact tolerated. So any kind of body checking, any kind of anything like that, would be called a penalty. The league has come together with its players and its its uh, ownership and said, can we have a little bit of contact that normalizes our game? The women want to feel as though they're normalized into men's hockey. They don't want to feel like they have contact, but we don't. I'm not suggesting that, you know, the women are going to be expecting full body contact because that's not what's coming out of this. What's coming out of it is we just want a little more than just just playing shinny with each other without without there being contact. And I think that's gonna gonna you know bring in people who are gonna say, hmm, this is really skilled hockey with a little bit of the body contact that we were unfamiliar with before today. Yeah, I'm I'm very curious on how we're going to be, you know, moving forward with this and thinking there's a lot more to be obviously discussed but really just monitored and observed, right? So Yeah, that's really, totally. Yeah. Um not sure where you want to go from this point. Do you want to talk about uh NFL? Let's let's do the NFL. one you pick. Okay. Let's do the NFL cuz there's a big game. Uh, this weekend between the Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills. A winner basically wins the AFC, and a loser, if it's Buffalo, could be out of the playoffs. If it's Miami, could be down to uh, sixth place. There's a ton, a ton of games this weekend where it's like uh, we got to win to get in. Uh, Minnesota Vikings, um, just sorry, Tennessee Titans and uh, Indianapolis Colts are in a situation where whichever team wins is likely to advance. The team that loses would not. So there's tons and tons of good football uh, this this weekend. And uh, it starts tomorrow, which is not normal for the NFL. But as we creep closer to the playoffs, they tend to do this Saturday-Sunday thing, which I love because it kind of breaks up the whole, oh, there's 12 games on Sunday. And, you know, you kind of get a few on Saturday, a few on Sunday. So lots of really good uh, football games coming your way this weekend. So enjoy. Is that Buffalo game the one that pins you to the chair that you'll make sure you're there to watch? Yeah, 820. We have plans uh, in the early part. And I literally told my wife, got to be home by 820. And uh, she said, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that answers awesome. your question. Okay, pal. Thanks a lot, Brock. Wonderful stuff. Great, uh, great, enthusiastic. By the way, congratulations to you guys on uh, the launch of the Neutral Zone. Folks, you can do a search through your uh, podcast platform to find these guys and check out their first show, which dropped earlier this week. Thanks, man. Thank you so much. We talk sports with Brock on Fridays here on the program at the top of our second hour. 
Up next, the internet launched its first all-AI-generated bookstore last month. Brian Huey, he'll share his thoughts during the Chatty Bookshelf next. Don't go away. There's more great conversation with Kelly and Ramya right around the corner. Hi, I'm Ramya Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.